You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today's inspiration and advice come from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Tough times won't last, but tough people will. I really love the two stories I'm going to share with you today because they show how you can use humor to reposition even the most dreadful of times in your life. In our first story, Joan Donnelly Emery tells us about the worst day ever that occurred to her and her husband, Alan. It was March 19th, 2007. The first thing that happened was that her husband's boss called him at home, and Joan heard ominous phrases coming from Alan like, turn in my laptop, and severance package. This was totally unexpected, and they didn't know what they were going to do. They worried they would lose their house. Joan just wanted to crawl back in bed and pull the covers over her head, but she had to get off to her own job, so off she went. And then a few hours into her shift, she received her own bad phone call. It was from her doctor, and he was calling with the results of a biopsy of some lumps that had been removed from under her arm, and he informed her that she had cancer, lymphoma. Joan just couldn't believe it. She was a healthy, salad-eating, 42-year-old runner. Joan says, as I drove home, I thought about how wonderful things had been up until this day. Alan and I had enjoyed a happy life in a lovely suburban home in Orlando, Florida. We loved our jobs and the traveling and fancy dinners they afforded us. It was all too good to last, I thought. Now it's time to pay back for all those amazing years. I imagined hospital beds, chemo bags, my bald head, and worse. I prepared myself for a future of coping or no future at all. When she got home to Alan, he hugged her and whispered in her ear, someday in the future, we're going to write about today and we'll call it worst day ever. They both got right to work solving their problems. Alan called everyone in his field looking for a new job and Joan found a brilliant oncologist. And Joan says this, it eventually paid off. Within several months, Alan was offered a new position at a thriving restaurant chain with excellent pay and terrific benefits. My oncologist completed her tests and the results were more than encouraging. She explained that my cancer was indolent, a word completely foreign to me. It's lazy, she replied, not aggressive like other forms. This is manageable. You will most likely survive this. After I stopped crying, I gave her an enormous hug. As the one-year anniversary of their worst day ever approached, Joan and Alan decided they should commemorate the day with a fun trip to Las Vegas. They have continued to celebrate March 19th every year since then, with trips to Savannah, Destin, and even Dublin, Ireland on the 10-year anniversary. Joan says, 
Each year we raise a glass and toast that awful day and all the days since, which we survived solely because of a bounty of blessings. And sure, there have been plenty of bad days mixed in, like when I finally did have to start chemo, and recently when Alan once again found himself without a position due to downsizing and COVID quarantines. Guess what? We prevailed. The only difference was that this time we absolutely knew we could. We survived March 19th, 2007, didn't we? Joan says the greatest blessing of all is that celebrating the worst day ever has stripped away all the trivial stuff and shown a bright spotlight on all the important things like faith, family, perseverance, love, and health. She said they don't take any of those things for granted and they feel blessed to have them all in abundance. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Jack Byron has another story for us about how humor can help you through even the toughest of times. He starts off by telling us he was at his mom's 50th birthday party and his Aunt Anna had given her a laminated greeting card as a gift. This wasn't just any card. It was a greeting card that had a bedraggled, sad-looking woman on its front and said inside, here's to another glorious year. Well, anyone who knew Jack's mom knew that she had been through plenty of not-so-glorious years, years he felt would have tested the endurance of a superhero. She had survived years of a bad marriage, followed by the struggle of being a single mother raising five sons. She survived the death of one of her sons at age 21. She survived the subsequent loss of his young son, her grandchild, who was taken away and withheld from the family. Well, this card about yet another glorious year, had gone back and forth between Jack's mother and her sister, Anna, who had her own hard times. Whoever had it each Christmas would send it to the other sister for the coming year. But now Jack's mother was remarried to a great guy, and Anna had decided they no longer had to share the card back and forth as they had over the past two decades. The tradition of exchanging the card could now end. Jack's stepfather was a wonderful husband to his mom, and Jack's Aunt Anna was doing great, and that lost grandchild had even come back to the family once he was an adult. Jack says the little card was an unlikely bearer of a message of hope, family, and God, but most of all, it was an annual reminder of love. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Tough Times Won't Last, But Tough People Will, Go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. And you will find this book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Amazon. If you want to read more stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, you can sign up for our daily newsletter, and you'll get a free story in your email inbox every day. And there will be lots of stories from this book in the coming weeks. So just head over to our website and click on the newsletter sign up option. And please come back for our next episode for a couple of stories from our new book about Christmas. We're going to talk about blending the Jewish holidays and the Christian holidays, something that plenty of us do every year. Mm -hmm.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.